Now on Radio Italia Uno. It's time for Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. An hour where we have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build, and increase your business. Right now, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, hello, hello, hello. Good afternoon, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And the reason why we say good morning, good afternoon, and good night is because here in Adelaide, every Monday between 2 and 3 o'clock, we go live to air uh, right around Australia, and of course through podcasts, we are around the world. And we say good morning, good afternoon, and good night because people can actually hear the podcast anytime they like in their own time zone, and it's been fantastic. We've had so many people say thank you for doing that because waking up at ridiculous hours to hear the radio show is a bit, bit hard. And we've done interviews with people at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning because that's their time zone where while we're here at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So um, thanks again, like I said, to Ron from Podcast City. Makes it possible for people to hear this show in their own country, in their own time zone. And thank you. I just want to say thank you. Last week, we had a couple of people here from Malaysia, uh, the professor and one of the final year students, and already we've had a lot of people in Adelaide that met them in Adelaide give us feedback, and we, we went out to dinner with them, and, and a whole group of people were really impressed with what this young lady has been doing, and, and, and it's interesting because whenever we say that you know this young person or that young person has done something, somebody will always write something to me and say, oh, my son is doing that program too, or tell me more about it because I want to get my daughter into it. You know, And we've got RunLink um, technology, which is a very simple programming thing, and now they've got children as young as 10 and 12 learning this program. And last week we had people on the show and we had a young boy from Africa who has just won the award as the Young Inventor of the Year Award. And that's simply because somebody in Adelaide has invented this RunLink technology. So that's how he got to win award for all of Africa because of somebody here in Adelaide that has invented this RunLink technology. So, you know, I'm, I'm just saying thank you for all the people that shared the information. And so when you share this program, you don't only share the the knowledge of this program, but you share the wealth that other people get from the program. And that's what this is all about. This, you know, 12 year old kid in Africa would no way in the world he would have won. Well, no, maybe not, I won't say no way in the world, but he wouldn't have won it so convincingly as he did because he's using running technology. So that's what it's all about sharing the information so people can use it and get better from it. Now, my special guest today is such a person. He's come up with an idea and he's thought about it for a while and now he's actually putting it into practice. So I've asked Jamie Harding to come in and Jamie's here this evening to talk to us about what he's been doing in the past, but more importantly, what he's doing now and how he's growing that. And he's brought in another friend of mine, which is Diane Calandra. So Diane, welcome as well. And Jamie, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming in. So let's let's talk to Jamie first and we'll bring you in, Diane, add whatever you want at any time because I know you will. <laughs> uh, I hope you will. Yes. Look, uh, Jamie, welcome. 
Thank you for Thank coming you, in. Peter. Lovely to be here. It really yeah. is. Yeah, look, it's been a long time since we saw each other. And I think last time you were like you were teaching me some stuff, you know. I yeah, acting. Yeah. Um, acting and acting. Yeah. And now look at you, all over the world, being listened to all <laughs> over the world. So my teachings uh, must have worked. Oh, look, I, I everything, everything. I learned a lot, you know. Diane's taught me a lot. You know, I, I was working for her at one stage when she was in charge of the Australia Post here in Adelaide. She was one That's of the right. big, yes. the big bosses. You came there. in and you did some work for me there too. Yeah, yeah. it was great. Some, yeah, that was great. We did quite a few, three or four different presentations to the, to the organisation, and it was um, well received. So thank you. But look, Jamie, tell me about this, what you're doing now, and then we'll go back and find out where you started from and how you came to it. So yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, well, uh, where I've been building, it's been a, a big three and a half years to bring it to this point. But a, a new company uh, called Theatrix, which is a new streaming platform. The easiest way to explain it, as I explain to everyone, is think Netflix, but for live performance. So everything from concerts through to opera, theatre and the likes. So music, arts and entertainment is what Theatrix is all about. And bringing, you know, the joy of live performance directly to audiences in their homes. So streaming uh, from venues directly into homes with a, a great immersive theatrical product. That sounds great. Oh, thank you. It's uh, Like I said, it's been a huge journey uh, to this point and it wasn't one that I just plucked from the air. Uh, it's been a life's journey at this point mm -hmm. to, um, and really almost like bringing my life's work and everything that I've learned to date into the building of theatrics. Right. Because you've been in theatre and drama for a long time. So Yeah. 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 So let me let me just ask you this. Like when you were a child, like, you know, what what were your aspirations then? Yeah. But the the reason why I'm asking that, because when I have a guest on, I'd like to know, like, did they know from a very early age that that's what they wanted to do? And some did. Mm -hmm. You know, and some say, No, I had no idea. I've had twenty five different careers. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, it's but, interesting. Like looking back, I grew up in regional South Australia, so right down the most southernest point of South Australia, in a place called Mount Gambier. Oh wow, beautiful! So city. beautiful city, but you know, when it comes to arts and culture, very very disconnected, especially with what's obviously happens in the big cities. All the big great so shows. So Robert Heltman came from there. He did. He? he did. See, so Heltman did, yeah. and and there is a theatre there in yeah. in in his honour. And um, James is there. Yeah. Yeah. Morrison. Yes. Yeah, James yeah. Morrison, James Morrison the famous yeah. trumpet player, yeah. is jazz. there. Jazz yeah. and with his academy. And, yes. Um, See, so it's a famous place. Generations yes. in jazz. Yeah, I think. I know. <laughs> I think it's because, you know, I think we've in Mount Gambia, there's a lot of time to think. And, and, you know, and to create. Yeah, he did Bob from Hawk. Bordertown. Yeah, yeah. Bob Hawke. Yeah. That, that's what I said, down that area. Yeah, just down the road. <laughs> I think he's about yeah, two, and a, two and a half hours down the road. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, so <clears throat> as a child, it's it's quite fascinating. I mean, looking back, I was the, I was the black sheep of, of the family. Mm -hmm. I was the first in my family to go to university. But my, my mum, and in particular my, my nana, she had a, a great... She was a great artist. She would just pick up a pencil and draw or, you know, she had a guitar where we used to sit around and I'd play the spoons Yeah, and oh, she'd wow. sing. And, you know, that was my first introduction to theatre was, you know, uh, or performance was from my nana who just mm -hmm. used to, you know, pick up these instruments and, and we'd, we'd gather around and play. And they're, they're very warm 
fond memories. And then it, it was always... My mum jokes now in particular, I was a huge fan of Superman, you know, the oh, yes. comic um, yes. hero Superman. And apparently I used to run up and down the backyard with a towel strapped to my back. And I'd just run up and down for hours imagining that I was Superman. And then also, apparently, uh, all the neighbours, I we wouldn't just play. I would direct play. It would oh, have yes. to be, I'd have to direct it, set up the scenario, mm-hmm. give everyone their roles. Apparently, I got to the point where I'd tell them what their lines were before yeah. we could even play. <laughs> so going back to your question, was the writing on the wall? I think maybe it was. But at yeah. the time, obviously, you know, you don't know what life has in store. But, you know, always those little fond memories in the family home always spark, I guess, the journey that, that we choose to go in life. This is this is what I'm trying to encourage more and more people to look at because people say, you know, I, I got to a certain age and I lost my way or, or you know, I need to go to counselling or I need to go to therapy or whatever to try and find out who I am. I lost myself, you know. And I'm saying if you can keep in touch with your inner self, that child within, mm. then, you know, that's where the connection grows you know Mm. and then then you become stronger and stronger and you do become a superman Mm. no i'm serious because i've known people like myself included you know like i was always told i was no good i couldn't read i couldn't write and i couldn't speak english you know now when i speak people say are you english and i say no it's the elocution classes darling (laughs) it paid off (laughs) no but seriously you know so many people have been told that they weren't good enough or whatever. What are you doing? Don't do that. Stop doing that. At, at least you had a nana who encouraged you. I did, but then it was interesting, you know. It was that moment in particular, those awkward years through through high school. Mm-hmm. As, especially in primary school, I really loved drama and mm-hmm. I loved creating play. Yep. But then when it came to those awkward years in high school, I remember I had a couple of really terrible drama teachers mm-hmm. that almost put me completely off the subject because I guess... You know, I had an innate understanding of drama that it was something that I really clicked with. Mm -hmm. And so I felt there were some teachers in particular that weren't pushing me enough. But all that really changed. My life completely changed with a teacher of mine, uh, John Crouch. He's no longer with us. But he he's fresh from the industry Mm -hmm. and he was a professional actor. Oh, wow. And he came in and he took one look at myself and he was... the real guiding light for me. I think if I didn't meet John, I don't know if I would be mm-hmm. where I am today because he was the one that went, you know, you can do this. Yeah. If it, just because you're in the regions yes. doesn't mean that you shouldn't get it. That yeah. you, you can't be an actor or you can't be yeah. a director or you can't be a producer. You can do it. Build the skills, get good at what you do, and then tackle the world. And that was a very interesting thing you said, build the skills. Now, this is what I talk about all the time. You know, mm. you look at what you want to do, even though you're not doing it now, and say, well, what skills do you need to be able to do that? Mm. You know, and I can say that because I know I've done it myself. Mm. You know, I, I was a salesman and I was, you know, pretty good. And I, I got better and better and better because I looked at other people and I learned from them. But then more importantly, when I saw some of these international speakers and they were getting big bucks for doing very little mm. and, and uh, that, and I thought, if ever I change what I'm doing here, I want to do what he's doing. And then I thought, oh, my God, how could I do that? And yeah. that's when I thought, right, what skills do I need? And I went to get that help. Mm. You know, so that was interesting. You said build the skills. Well, it's funny. It's even someone I admired very early on was Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. And I remember a quote of his, which is something that I hold very dear, which he says, you know, all these young actors that come up to him and go, how do I get an agent? How do I get an agent? And he always says, the first question, shouldn't the first question you ask yourself be, how do I get good at this? Yes. 
And that kind of and stuck then, with me very early on because I went, well, hang on, he did get good at it and look at him now and look at where he is. Well, he plays very well banjo and stuff like Fantastic. that. Fantastic. And, yeah. and the fact is that Robin Williams was the same. Mm. I, unfortunately, he passed away and I was so sad to hear the, the, the reason and all that sort of stuff. But he was one of my mentors, you know, mm. and, and, and I picked mentors like that to, to work with and to, to study and to say, well, I'm doing what he's doing, you know. Mm. So it's interesting how we pick our mentors, whether we know or not, we do pick them, you know. Yeah, but and in a way, I, I think they also pick us. It's it's very fascinating, that synergy of, of what happens. And, you know, I'm a, creativity is my lifeblood, and it has been for, for decades now. But, you know, even with John, it was like there was a synergy there where, you know, we got on. Mm -hmm. We had the similar sort of ideas. I admired what he had achieved mm -hmm. and looked up and went, you know, I, I want to have a go at this and yeah. um, I, I want to really go out and make this happen. And then, yeah, so from year 12. So what did sorry, you do at yeah. university? You, yeah. went, you What did you study at uni? Yeah, so from year 12, I then went and I auditioned for the Flinders Drama Centre, which is a, a program here in South Australia, a prestigious mm -hmm. arts program. And I studied acting for four years. And I had, again, a great teacher there, Professor Jules Hollidge, who really instilled in me the theoretical and practical elements of drama and gave me everything in my, my toolkit as an artist uh, to really go out the other end and actually earn a living, mm -hmm. a professional living, by being an artist and a performer. And so they were great years of, of really exploring and deep diving into yes. drama and learning everything from the history of drama through to contemporary practice mm -hmm. and also always looking for what's next, mm. you know, and, and of that's, course that then the keeps, yes. keeps driving. And it's interesting looking back at my journey and, and the trajectory I'm on now, it's almost like everything was always kind of leading to this point. Yep. We're going to have to take a break soon. It's gone 15 minutes already. <laughs> it's gone so fast. <laughs> Look, what we'll do, we'll come back, and I just want to recap on some of the things you said because as a child you already picked what you wanted to be, mm -hmm. you know, or it picked you. <laughs> it picked me, I think, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right, let's take a break. Thanks, Ron. When you hear the name Bocelli Cafe, you think an Adelaide institution a family restaurant that's been providing the finest Italian cuisine for almost two decades. Coffee of the highest quality and staff that treat you like family. Spacious, COVID-safe indoor dining and a fully heated outdoor area. The kitchen is always prepared for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Parking's a dream. Bocelli Cafe Restaurant, 81 to 83 Hutt Street, Adelaide. Call them. 8232-3006 to book or follow Bocelli on Facebook and Instagram. Foodland's proudly owned by South Australian families like mine. Our stores are our second home and just like home, we want you to feel safe and looked after when you visit. Thankfully, our customers have always acted like Mighty South Aussies when shopping with us, which, by the way, supports all the local family-owned brands who produce the essentials you find on our shelves. Great families, great locals, and great food lives here. Foodland, the mighty South Aussies, yeah! Hi, I'm Matt McQuinley. Join me each Monday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno. 
We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, destroying victim philosophy, canceling cancel culture, and by discussing as well as listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, beliefs, business, history, world events, and more. Change the world with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Radio Italia 1 Sito internet www.italia1.com.au Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia 1 87.6 FM Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Everybody here in Adelaide and around Australia on Radio Italia 1 87.6 FM, and every Monday from 2 till 3, we bring this program, which is called Happy Business, and then it's podcasted right around the world to over 40 countries, thanks to Ron from Podcast City. And look, I, I say it every week, and I mean it, please support the people that support us. And also, if you have a product or a service that you want to promote it, you want to get it out there, let us know. Get in touch with me, get in touch with Mark, get in touch with somebody at the office, and they'll organise, you know, the best deal. We're trying to help as many South Australian businesses as possible to shake off this COVID blues and, and just break through, bust through for Christmas and have a wonderful, wonderful year next year. You know, 2023 is going to be really great. So, you know, the way if you've got a product or a service, please let us know. We'll help you promote it. And if you hear something advertised on our radio show, which, you know, all our wonderful supporters are doing, go and see them. Go walk into their shop and say, hey, I heard you on Radio Italia Uno. The Peter from Happy Business said to say hello. So, you know, that will give you something. Don't worry. They'll give you extra special service if nothing else. But, you know, that's what this station is really all about. It's a community radio station and we like to help the community. Now, by the way, some of you know that we have a Voice of Italy and it's part of the Italian festival. And don't forget to book your tickets because the Voice of Italy, we've, they've booked this wonderful Italian singer who's coming in November, on the 18th of November, and he'll be here at the Woodville Town Hall. So please ring up the radio station or try booking. It's called Try Booking or ring up the radio station and everybody knows the number. It's 8212 3177. Um, talk to Mark Aston and here or anybody there, and they'd love to help you uh, for tickets. Okay, now my special guest today is Jamie Harding, and Jamie's got a wonderful story to tell, and he's been uh, doing theatre and drama and arts and, and that for literally all his life because he, he was one of these lucky people that knew from a very early age what he wanted to do. And another special guest that's come in as well is Diane Calandra. So it's great to see Diane because we, we've known each other for a long time as well and, and her wonderful husband, Peter. And, you know, I know his mum and dad. You <laughs> do how, indeed, I understand. Yeah. Uh, you know my mother-in-law quite well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's wonderful. Anyway, look, I'd love to hear more about you, Jamie. So tell us, like, what you did and um, after uni and, you know, how you, how you went from there. Well, I was very lucky. I didn't have to wait tables, yeah. so that was that's the uh, that's the old joke in the industry amongst actors. So I was very yeah. lucky that I ste- out of drama school, I stepped into a lot of employment. I, I worked nationally and internationally on on stage and with some of the biggest companies and some of the biggest stars, and also on TV and and film. 
And, you know, got to the point as well of working for NIDA, the National Institute of Dramatic Art, when mm-hmm. I was in Sydney. And so I had a, a very, very great career as, as a performer, uh, working with some, some of the biggest names in the business. And it was interesting. My story takes a big turn because at the very height of my career, when I was mm-hmm. in Sydney getting all this amazing work, all of a sudden I decided to completely uh, pivot. And I decided that my agent at the time was putting me forward for a lot of commercial work because that's, of course, how they, they earn their money, um, their, their money very fast. And so I thought, no, there's more I need to explore. There was an inner voice that was telling me, Jamie, you've, you've, there's something else here that, that you need to explore. And so of all things, as, as my performing career was starting to go up on the rise, I decided to return back home to mm-hmm. regional South Australia and which everyone at the time thought I was completely crazy. <laughs> Why? Why are you doing yeah. uh, And the reason I went back was because there, was a, there used to be a professional theatre company that was run down there called Main Street Theatre. And that unfortunately folded when I was at university and there was a mm-hmm. huge gap. And of course, I went, hang on, I want to go back and I, I, I want to listen to this voice um, inside of me that's saying, you know, there's something else to explore. And so I decided to start my own professional theatre company. Wow. And I decided to direct mm-hmm. and produce. So I was very lucky at the time. I, I got to work with uh, a mentorship with some of the most amazing producers who took like Patch Theatre Company, which is a great professional theatre company, mm-hmm. to being one of the, the, you know, the world's best performing children theatre companies around. And so I started to take those skills and I, I started to develop and create my own works. And we started by using technology in the interception of the works because I wanted to find new ways to reach the younger audiences Mm -hmm. because I didn't want theatre, which I loved so dearly, to become a museum piece. I wanted it to always remain relevant. And so I thought the one way to do that was to use technology in the creation and and the making of of my theatre works to keep it relevant and so at the height of all of this, this was a 10-year journey until itself, and we won a bunch of awards. But in 2018, the world really started to sit up and take notice because the word innovation in the arts, mm-hmm. Peter, it gets thrown around a lot, um, yeah. but there's very few artists that are truly innovating. That yes, are really, I, I agree. Really wanting or being daring enough to step outside of themselves and to try to create something new. And so I worked for five years on a project that was very dear to me. It was called In the Pines, which was Mm -hmm. the world's first theatre, right, Mm -hmm. and virtual reality show of its kind. Wow. Yeah, so it was part theatre, part Mm -hmm. VR. So in the first half, the whole audience uh, sat in the round and experienced the show very much like a traditional theatre show. And in the second half, the whole audience donned VR headwear and stepped further inside ah, the show. Wow. And so I was actually working across, I had two separate crews, professional crews, mm-hmm. uh, a film crew and a stage crew. And I was jumping back and forth and so were the actors. And in the end, it was really fascinating seeing, at, at that point I realised that what we were creating was not only exciting, but truly innovative. And I saw the way that the show connected the, the way that the VR mm. and the digital connected and really resonated with audiences. Mm-hmm. And that's when I went, hang on, I'm onto something incredibly exciting here. And it was from there, really, that I started to think about, the, that's where the concept for theatrics came from. Yes. Was Excellent. from all of from that. all that. All of that kind it. of. 
experimenting this is, and this is what playing. I'm talking about all the time. Happy business is about how to be happy in business, how to share your business, how to have other people, you know, want to invest in your business or want to buy your business. And, you know, every business I've ever worked with, I've always said, is it saleable? Mm. Is it ready for sale? If it's not ready for sale, in that case, you haven't got a good business. Mm. You know, it should be up to date and bang, there's a price on it. And that's what somebody wants to buy your business and be headhunted. You know, mm. you should, your business should be headhuntable. And mm. to me, just a word theatrics, it sounds like you've got it, something there that people will want to buy. And these big corporates will be wanting to invest or wanting to buy it from you. So get it going. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we, we are. And it was, like I said, it was during, during that time as well. And just to give a bit of context as well about really where I settled on, on the concept for theatrics was at the same time as I was creating that show, the arts uh, were incredibly affected. The arts slowly, because the arts are, are government funded, predominantly yeah. gov government funded. And during that time, the arts have been slowly, the independent sector has been slowly stripped of funding. Yep. And, you know, uh, when it first happened, 80-odd theatre companies went down overnight. Yeah. And so as I was making this show, there was the, the problem from the artist side where I went, we've got to shake up the industry and create a whole new model, a whole new way for artists to monetize and mm. create pro projects. At the same time, I was creating this show with this amazing VR technology and also at the same time working regionally yes. and realizing that all the big shows were in the city and a lot of regional audiences miss out mm. on the shows that they love. And one example was, um, and this is a key part to the to the story, was at the same time I was creating that show, there was a show of Julie Taymor's. She was the first female director to win a Tony Award and she was the director and designer of Lion King, the musical. Wow. And there was a show of hers happening in New York, uh, which is a Midsummer Night's Dream. It was a million-dollar production that opened this brand-new theatre and it had no intention to go beyond New York. I was getting all these rave reviews and I was devastated because I couldn't afford the ticket yeah. to go over to New yeah. York, <laughs> couldn't afford the accommodation yeah. or the $300 ticket price. And wow. so at the same time, I went, hang on. I went, in today's modern world, mm. how crazy is it that I'm missing out on these shows that I love? Yes. And I went, at that point, I went, I've got to change this because if no one else is, mm. I'm, I'm going to be the one to do it. Good on you. And so it was from there that I then took the idea of theatrics into a Venture Dorm program. Mm -hmm. And it was through that program that I really tested the business. And then also at the end of that, we actually ended up winning a national prize and tipping out 90 other startups to win mm -hmm. the top prize. And it was then that I realised that I was onto something really exciting with theatrics. Excellent. Look, we're going to have to take another break, but we'll come back and talk more about what theatrics is and how... Diane's involved and how you where you where you're at with it now. Oh. This, this is look, this is more than one program show. I know. It's a story. Talk. We're just yeah. getting going. Yeah, I know. Just All getting right. going. Thanks, Ron. Yo. Ciao. Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone. Delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite, marble, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone. Granito, Marmo, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone. Thinking stone benchtops to your kitchen, bathroom or furniture? Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now 
8266 Unique Stone, we won't be beaten. Come on, que stai facendo? Chiama adesso. Estovest, a restaurant that offers traditional Italian food that Nonna would approve of. Famous for gnocchi and authentic Napolitana-style pizza. And every Thursday night, you can enjoy unlimited pizza for just $25. Wonderful coffee and staff that make you feel special. Estovest, Shop 1, 111 Angus Street in the city. To book, visit their website, estovest.com.au and click on Book Now. You'll feel like you're in Italy. Hi, I'm Jamie Limura. And I'm Lee Harrison. Join us every second Sunday night from 7pm on Negative Camber, the official motorsport show of Scuderia Ferrari Club Adelaide. Whether it's karting, supercars, MotoGP, Formula One, we talk all the latest news and results in the motorsport world. Negative Camber, every second Sunday from 7pm on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82 123177. Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero 1. Radio Italia 1. You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for listening every Monday from 2 till 3 to Happy Business Radio and all my guests. This show now is being heard through Adelaide Radio Italia Uno on 87.6 FM every Monday from 2 till 3. And of course, all around Australia, people listening to it on their computers or different devices during that time. But after that, we podcast it. And so it goes live to over 40 countries around the world and people are listening to it in their own time zone, in their own countries. And we get some fantastic messages. And it's interesting, every time I have a guest, and I mean this, every time I have a guest, I will get somebody ring me up and say, ah, that was great, or that reminded me, or yes, that's what I've been wanting to do, but I haven't, or yes, I can relate to that. You know, I've always had this ambition, or I've always had this dream to do this, and now it's made me want to look at it again, you know. So it's really good. So, and Jamie... Thank you so much for coming in because I think what you're talking about is, is well, like you said, the next thing, you know, the next best thing, you know, and people are always looking to uh, change the way they do things or to revolutionary, but they're never gutsy enough to do it or they never have the motivation enough to do it, you know, mm. or like what I've always said before, never had the right team of people around them. And I know that that's what Diane's been helping you with, you know, mm. Diane Clandra, you know, is very good at what she does and, and, that's why, you know, having you work together, I'm sure it's benefited you and your business will, you know. Absolutely. Collaboration's always key. Yeah. Surround yourself by amazing people. Yeah. Great just, things happen. Yeah, look, everybody I've ever spoken to says, you know, like I always say to people, if if you need something, give me a call, let me know, and I'll help you. But I always say to them, and I keep repeating this, if I can't help you, I, I will find somebody who can or I know somebody who can, you know, and... 
all of last year I was saying if you need a job let me know we've got lots of people that need jobs you know and we also have lots of people who want employees you know looking for staff so even now if you're looking for a job for some reason there's lots of jobs out there but if you're looking for a particular job or whatever give me a call I'll help you find a job it's that easy you know and uh, I say to people let me know and I'll put you in touch with somebody Mm, you know network the networks it's simple as that absolutely so Jamie Go on, tell us more about this theatrics. Yeah, well, like I said, so after winning that top prize, the Venture Dorm uh, Prize, I then entered theatrics into an initiative here in Australia, which is called the Austrade Landing Pads. Because mm-hmm. Australia, we're so remote, we're so far away from all of these major tech innovations that are happening around the world. And so as part of that, pre-COVID, I got the opportunity to travel for six months to some of the world's biggest tech hubs. Wow. So I traveled to the likes of Tel Aviv, which is, you know, Startup Nation, which rivals Silicon Valley, which is churning out more unicorns than most companies around, uh, countries around the world, to London, Berlin, and New York. And it was during that time that all of a sudden we had these major international studios and partners jump on board that Mm. took one look at what I was doing and said, this is exciting, this is the next innovation and we want to be a part of it. So that trip was truly, truly amazing because it, it gave me... The, the real confidence that I was onto something, mm. something really big. And, you know, it's interesting. I used to listen to podcasts. I used mm-hmm. to listen to podcasts driving back and forth to Mount Gambia right. all the time with, yeah. when I was with Generate, my professional theatre company. And something that really inspired me was Steve Jobs, a quote by Steve yeah. Jobs, which is that everything around you has been created by people no smarter than you, but you can change it, you can shape it, and you can shift it. Mm. And that resonated with me. And I went and I looked at the arts industry and I went, I can do that. I want you to repeat that again because all the listeners are saying, what was that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Steve so this Jobs. Is a quote, this is a quote from Steve Jobs who owned Apple. Apple. Founder. Yeah, yeah, founder of Apple. Yeah, and also it took yeah. Pixar to being yeah. a billion-dollar company. Yeah. And Yeah, that everything around you has been created by people no smarter than you, but you can shift it, you can change it, and you can shape it. And that to me just resonated because at the time uh, I knew that the arts needed a new model. I knew that it needed a shakeup. I knew that it needed true innovation. And I saw that none of my peers were doing it. Mm -hmm. So I thought I'm going to shift it. I'm going to change change it. it. I'm going to shape it. Fantastic. Fantastic. Mm. That's what, this is what I talk about all the time about any business. You know, you need, like you said before, you know, somebody like Diane around you who can help you, coach you, mentor you and do that side of it but then you need a coach you need you know like i always say who coaches a coach mm. you know and then some of these people say i'm the coach i'm the coach and then they want to stay with you forever i said no you've got to move on you've got to be able to handball them to somebody bigger somebody mm. better as they grow they grow you know you you move them up yeah not one coach for the whole rest of your life that doesn't work for me and it doesn't work for so many people you know, and, and that's why you need a team of people around you who would do different things. Mm. And then that will help you to shape it and shift it and move it around to suit your business. Mm, absolutely. You know? So anybody out there that's listening, you know, like I said, look for who can help you. Mm. Look for who can help you build your business. Look like what Jamie's just done, you know, and what he just said. And if you don't remember what he said, go back and listen to the podcast again. <laughs> That's it. And then, you know, it's interesting. And then, like I said, so all this was happening. And then pre-COVID, like I said, I was in New York City 
And it, the, the, the story then comes full circle because what inspired me, like I said, was that show of Julie Taymor's. And so I thought I've got nothing to lose. So mm -hmm. I contacted her producer and I ended up meeting with her producer on Broadway. And they took it back to Julie and I got a call the next day. Excellent. And Julie, Julie Taymor said, we got to get behind this. This is exciting. And the great thing is now, you know, I've got that production that I wanted to see. Mm -hmm. but they actually captured it. And now that's on theatrics. This wow. million dollar production from Broadway Whew. is now on theatrics. Yeah. And it's interesting how all of a sudden, like I said, from little old Mount Gambier or from, mm. you know, oh, that look, all of a sudden. Doesn't matter where you are. Doesn't matter where you are. That's that if I you've say. got a dream and exactly. you've got the hard work and willing to really yep. put yourself out there, you can make it happen. And. Yeah, like I said, Peter, it's very exciting. We've got some of the world's biggest production houses, everyone from like Cirque du Soleil. Yep. The list goes on of some of the world's biggest production houses yep. where you'll be able to come to theatrics and watch the world's best performances wow. uh, on our platform, on theatrics for, you know, you mentioned price earlier, yep. for as little as two cups of coffee, $8 yep. a month, and yep. you get the world's best entertainment at a click of a button. Fantastic. Mm. So is that up now, running? Can Yeah. So people can go on there and have a look at it? People can go on and look. So we're... we're well, hang on, let me rephrase that. Some people can go on and have a look because I, I'm not that good with computers and I'm yeah. having trouble. Yeah, so it's... Yeah. Um, yeah, we're pretty much... So we're at the point now where we, we have just recently opened a, a, a new funding round in order to, to get some um, much-needed funds in order to, to really scale now uh, across Australia and New Zealand first. And then the plan is to be on there is then to scale directly into the US. Mm -hmm. So we're at the point where the product's up and going. We've got some titles on there. And we've also now got some major uh, distribution partners as mm -hmm. well, like some of the world's biggest players that are jumping behind it as well. So we're in a really good position and um, it's fantastic. Like a couple of weeks ago, I, I finally let the world know what I was kind of working on. And the response has been fantastic from people that... Good have, you know, um, grandparents now or parents that are in nursing homes well, that can't get to the theatre to see this stuff. That's right. That they're going to love there's theatrics. Lots of, I was going to say, there's lots of uh, advantages mm. to to being part of that. Yeah, well, it's like, you know, uh, mobility issues, uh, disability issues where some theatres... And distance as well. I mean, distance. You, you know, people that, like you said, people that live in remote areas or people that live in uh, other areas, you know, people expats that want to see a show that are living working overseas and can't come back to to new york or can't come back to sydney or at adelaide you know or whatever country they're they're from that they want to see a show yeah and bringing bringing that cultural melting pot into one destination where you get the world's culture uh in one spot where you can watch everything from concerts to you know, Bollywood mm -hmm. uh, concerts through to, Fantastic. you know, through to theatre, through to opera, something for everyone. You know, it's one of Shakespeare's favourite quotes yes. is something for everyone. And and that's really what theatrics is, mm. is about, is that one-stop shop where, you know, you can see all your favourite stars, all your favourite production houses, all theatrics across, you know, our web platform, mobile apps, and also, you know, set-top box providers as well. Excellent. That's mm. fantastic. Look, I'll, I want to come back very quickly, and, and but I just want to ask uh, Diane, we'll, we'll come back and talk to you very quickly. I want to know how you've been helping because this is so important for other people in business to say, look, he had the smarts to get somebody to do this for him. Mm. All right. Okay, thanks. Thanks. <laughs>
At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. We'll listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with Italian tradition, which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park, or telephone 8364 9477. We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance, underwriting agency, Proprietary Limited, Elders Insurance, underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Anna Faruja of Chapel Funerals. My role as a funeral director is to guide you through the emotional process of saying goodbye to someone you love. I'm here to help you make all the necessary arrangements so that you and your family may have peace of mind and time to remember and celebrate the life of the person you've lost. When the time comes, I'm here for you. So please call me, Anna Faruja, at Chapel Funerals on 81825100. Our independence is everything. Brazier Mobility has been creating independence for people for over 30 years. Brazier Mobility specialises in tailored vehicle solutions to keep you active, ensuring your vehicle modification suits your needs, offering you unlimited freedom. Brazier Mobility boasts a team of highly skilled technicians working in a state-of-the-art facility located here in South Australia. No compromises are made when it comes to client satisfaction. Call them for a friendly chat on 1800 Brazier or visit their website braziermobility.com.au Brazier Mobility, creating independence. Hi, this is David Heath and I'm excited to be bringing my program Soundtrack of Your Life to Radio Italia Uno. Join me Friday nights at 7 for interesting guests, some great music and plenty of fun. It's the best way to kick off the weekend. Soundtrack of Your Life, Friday nights from 7 until 9 on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. Ti piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia 1 sta cercando te. Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for listening every Monday from 2 till 3. And of course, on podcast, thanks to Ron and Karen from Podcast City. Uh, people are listening to this program uh, in all around the world in over 40 countries because of the podcast. And if you hear something that you want to hear again on radio, you can come into the studio and we'll give you a copy of it if you bring a, a, one of those thumbtacks and whatever it is you know that you need to have. <laughs> but no, seriously, jokes aside, you can go on Happy Business Radio and just hear 
the podcast and then of course you can play the podcast as many times as you like because so many times in the past we've had people ring me or you know see me at a function and say oh that lady you had on she was great you know can you tell me her name and uh, how do I contact her and I say what was that all about and I say it was about three or four months ago and then I look it up and I think gee that was nine months ago <laughs> or you know even a year ago or something you know that people have asked me about something that they've been meaning to do. But here, you just go on the podcast and you can hear it anytime you like. But we're talking to Jamie Harding and Diane Calandra is here with him. Diane was uh, asked by Jamie to help him out with his business. So, Diane, the reason why I'd like you to tell us what sort of work you've been doing with Jamie so that other people in business can realise that they can only do so much themselves. And like Jamie said, you 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 know, you can have the right people around you to help you. So what what sort of things have you been doing? Yeah, well, I came into the picture at that time when he'd uh, just put on In the Pines as a production. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, you know, wound up, you know, he had, what, three shows or something like that, was it, down at Mm. Mount Gambier? Um, And he was in that, oh, you know, what do I do next? And Mm -hmm. he took me out for coffee and he said, "Mm, I've known you for a long time. (laughs) Um, I trust you. I've got this idea. And he goes, blah, 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 blah. And I go, he says to me that, well, I just raised my eyebrows. Mm-hmm. And he said, I knew I had it then. <laughs> <laughs> I think you almost choked on your coffee. I, oh. <laughs> so what sort of things have you been doing? I thought it was because a brilliant of, idea. Yeah. Now, you said at the beginning that you knew me at Australia Post. And yes, right. I had a career in industry for... I don't know, 25 years or something. Oh, I yeah. worked for a number of different organisations in marketing predominantly. Yes. But then I actually transitioned out of that and into academia. I actually did yes. my doctorate. And I now am Associate Professor at yes. the Australian Institute of Business. Fantastic. And so Jamie knew this mm-hmm. um, and he goes, I know somebody who will be able to help me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to this venture dorm and uh, can you help me? Mm. <laughs> so, yes, that's where our relationship started with yeah. respect to this particular project. Right. Um, so, yes, I know the entrepreneurship journey as well and I know what it takes to pull a business together and it's marketing. Yes. Um, so, saw him through all of that 2019, which was a massive, massive year. Mm-hmm. Um, all credit to Jamie, who pulled off the uh, Venture Dorm Award, the Gold uh, Envy Award, Award there, yes. and the Trade offer for those innovation hub uh, that you visited yeah. all around the world. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. fantastic. Mm. So, and in the background, of course, what we were doing is we're actually working on the pitch yeah. um, and the research that needed to go into the pitch. Mm-hmm. And then Jamie just exploring in that trip all of the different possibilities and connecting with the people that he needed to connect with right, all right around the world. So, mm. yeah, he's done an amazing job. Fantastic. Diane's like my Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. <laughs> the voice of reason. Look, that... I keep saying this every week, uh, every time I talk to people, whether I'm coaching them or you know just talking to them in general, I say, you need somebody to can help you. You need the unreasonable friend. You need somebody who can prod you to keep going. You need somebody who can motivate you, somebody who can tease you as well, you know, and, and say, what are you doing next? What are you doing next? What else? Is that as good as you get? You know, what is, what is mm. next, you know? And, Absolutely. And, and that's a sounding what, board, you know, yeah, sometimes yeah. when you're frustrated and 
that can just you know just just be there to to help pick you up and and keep you going. Yep. And like I keep saying, you know, time's up. We've got to we've got to go because the show's finished. But uh, you know, if you need help or if you think you need help, get in touch with me. I'll put you through to the right people. If I can't help you, I'll know who can. I'll find somebody that can help you. That's what this show's really all about. It's about being happy in business and sharing the ideas. And any idea that you hear, please keep sharing it. You 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 like the podcast? Share it. Because we've had people in other countries who have picked up this program and all of a sudden have started a business they heard about on this program. We've had people listening to this program and then offered to help somebody else with their programming or helping somebody else. We've got people in Nepal being helped by people in Borneo. You know, and there is people at the orphanage and they've got one computer. There's 21 children in this orphanage. And they've got one really old computer that takes a while to heat up. But there's this young lad, right, in Borneo, in Malaysia, and he is helping them every Saturday morning. He spends two or three hours over the internet to show them how to do things and help them uh, program and teach the children computer skills. There's a guy in Singapore who's actually sponsoring new equipment for them now because he heard our story and he said, look, we've got a whole lot of computers in our office which we're upgrading. So he's donated his office computers, which are really good computers, I've been told, and they're going to be sent to these other kids so that they can use them. That's what this show's all about. So thank you so much, Jamie. Thank you so much, Peter. And and one quick shout-out, yep. www.theatrixhd.com yep. and our, follow our socials. And if anyone's out there that wants to reach out and, like I said, connect, we are fundraising. So, yeah, like I said, any uh, help or anyone listening that's been moved by the tale or the story, please reach out and connect through Peter and through yep. the amazing team here. Yeah, great. Terrific. And, Diane, thank you for coming in as well. Terrific. Thank you. Great to see you again. Cheers. <laughs> okay, bye. Thank you very much, everybody. Until we meet again, it's Peter Salerno saying thank you so much and please keep sharing. Bye. You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.